The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our gospel reading for today from Mark chapter 10. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And as he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Then Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he said to him, Well, teacher, I have kept all of these from my youth. You know, Jesus could have stopped him right then and there. He could have simply lambasted this man for suggesting that he had actually kept each and every one of the Ten Commandments for his whole life since the time of his youth. He could have done like he did on the Sermon on the Mount. He could have told this young man that murder was more than stabbing someone with a knife. It was also stabbing them with the tongue. He could have explained to this man that adultery was simply not when a man and woman went outside of their marriage and had an actual affair, but that it was also every time a man or a woman looked at someone else with lust in their heart. He could have done all of that, and he would have been right to do all of that, and yet he did not. Why? Well, because Jesus is the good doctor of the soul. And he knew that this man had a spiritual sickness which needed to be dealt with immediately. Oh, he could have pointed out all those other things that were wrong, but he knew he needed to get right to the heart of the matter very quickly. So he went right after the thing that was most powerfully bringing death into this man's life. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, you lack one thing. Go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come, follow me. Yes, Jesus in those very few words revealed what this man's true treasure really was. He did not truly treasure the kingdom of God that Jesus was offering to him. He didn't even really truly treasure that eternal life which he had asked about inheriting. No, he treasured his stuff. He treasured his goods. He treasured his possessions. Disheartened by the saying... He went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. You see, Jesus, the good doctor, knew there was that one thing. He knew there was that one thing in that rich young ruler's life that he had made into an idol. He knew there was that one thing that that rich young ruler feared, loved, and trusted in above God. You know, interestingly, we're never told whether this rich young ruler ever came back 
to Jesus. We're never told whether in the end he ended up inheriting eternal life or whether his whole life long he was simply too connected to his things to ever have the eternal things of God. We're simply left with the knowledge that on that day when he talked to Jesus, there was something in his life that he could not do without. There was one thing that brought tears to his eyes when he thought about life without it. Is there such a thing in your life and mine? Is there something that you could not live without? Is there something that would bring tears to your eyes if you thought about your Lord Jesus asking you to leave it behind? Oh, unlike the rich young ruler, I doubt many of us, especially those of us that were raised as Lutherans, would be so bold as to claim that we have kept all the commandments from our youth. We've been trained better than that. But indeed, we must admit that at times, we do think pretty highly of ourselves. We do think we're doing pretty good, at least, at keeping most of the commandments most of the time. But the problem is, sometimes when we get so wrapped up in the fact that we think we are doing well, we don't even notice it when we start to have an affection for something in this world. And soon, sometimes that affection has grown quite out of bounds. We, like that rich young ruler, think we're doing fine. And yet Jesus looks at us and knows that there is one thing in our life that we have grown to fear, love, and trust in more than him. What is that one thing? What is that one thing for you? What is that one thing that if you had to walk away from it, you would be disheartened and sad? Perhaps for you also it is your possessions. I mean, if Jesus truly came up to you today and told you to sell all of your things and give all that money to the poor, would you be any less sad than that rich young ruler? Would you walk away disheartened? Would you think about your house, your car, the money in your bank account? Would you think about those investments you've been making, your brand new clothes, or your treasured boat? What would it be that would be so hard to give up? Would the thought of life without them be too much? Would you walk away sad? Or perhaps in your life, that one thing is some sort of pleasure. What if following Jesus meant taking all of your favorite foods each time that you got them at the grocery store and giving them away right away to the poor? What if Jesus told you that you should cancel your internet, sell off all your technological devices, and invest that money in mission work? But if God told you that it was time to take all those things you've gathered to do that hobby that you love most and sell them in order that the hungry might be fed, would you be sad? Would you be disheartened? 
Or perhaps that one thing that you cannot part with is not even a thing so much as it is a person. What if God had called you to leave behind your best friend in order to walk more closely with him? What if Jesus told you that the time had come to leave behind father and mother and brother and sister to follow him? Would you turn away from him in order to keep them? Or would your heart allow you even to think about leaving them behind in order to follow Christ? You see, those ultimatum-type questions are thankfully not ones that God actually asks us every day, but they are important ones to ponder. For as we said, many times we can think we're doing quite well and at the same time have grown so attached to something or someone that we simply cannot give it up even if we think that God would have us give it up. And most of those things that we're talking about are not in and of themselves bad, are they? No, they certainly are not. And quite frankly, neither were the riches the rich young ruler had. The problem is when we become more attached to those things than we are to Christ. And we like to believe that could never happen to us. But that is why we need to ponder questions like the one Jesus put before the rich young ruler. If you really had to choose, which one would you choose? It's a question that reveals what it is that our hearts are most attached to. Well, today we must release our tight grasp on anything that has become an idol for us. For as we empty our hands of those things, then we can receive the one thing that we truly need, Jesus himself. And we are given him. Our hands are filled, and then we are given even more. For in Christ, we not only have him, but we have forgiveness. We have life. We have salvation. Christ is made the treasure of our hearts. And we are given lips to confess with him that God alone is good. Dear friends, there are many things in life which we rightly hold as precious. Those many things are good gifts that the Father above has given to us. But in the end, we must know that there is only one thing that deserves our ultimate fear, love, and trust. And that is the good God alone. And thankfully here today, he is given to you again. His son Jesus has removed from you all of those misplaced affections that are in your life. And he has restored unto you that right and proper relationship with your heavenly father. That relationship first given to you at the baptismal font. That relationship restored through his word and through his supper. Today, you leave here today, not clinging tightly to all of those other things in this world, but rejoicing that that one thing God has grabbed you tightly and will not let go. You leave here today with that one thing, 
with that one thing that is truly good. And that is all that you need. Oh, have no doubt. God will give you many other things as well. But he is all that you need. Amen.